Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello there, happy Monday. Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts is in for Julia this week. And I wanted to share this uh, email with you guys. Okay. It is from Kathy. We got this after the show on Friday. Kathy says, I wanted to tell you what had been going on while Sugar Sugar was playing. Oh. I'll sing along. <laughs> I was going at a snail's pace on 494 in South St. Paul. I cranked up the volume on the radio, and I was saying along. I looked around at the other cars, and I noticed that others must have the same station on. Ah! Because they were singing the song, too. I opened my car windows, turned up the radio. There had to be about five other cars that all did the same. You started out our weekend on a very high note. Oh, fun. Yay. Yay, I love it. I am always (laughs) hoping that people are singing along in the car because we're so bad. Maybe we'll have to do a special Wednesday sing-along. Yeah, we certainly could. Yeah, Yeah, we should totally do that. Okay, so... um, very curious. I was curious this morning. The one thing I wanted to look up was what all went on at Glastonbury this weekend. The music festival. The music festival in its 49th year. Next year will be the 50th uh, anniversary. Uh, here's what I learned. I learned that Miley Cyrus performed and everything she wore on stage was made out of vegan material. And she also performed as her Black Mirror Ashley Oh, persona. Yes, that episode. And uh, then she yeah. got up and performed with little Naz X and her dad, Miley Cyrus. And suppose, I guess, Naz felt so overwhelmed with the love that after, and remember, he's just 20, after he performed in front of 180,000 people. Wow. Um, sources directly connected to little Naz told TMZ after he left the stage, he tweeted a series of de- de- declarations all but saying is gay. He was gay. The, it said, like, some of you already know, some of y'all don't care, some of y'all got none, uh, got, got, some of y'all not gone FWM no more. I don't even know what that means. Anyway, he, he was tired of being closeted. He didn't tell anyone he was going to tell people. He realizes maybe he's going to alienate part of his fan base, but we're told he wanted to tell everyone he's gay, blah, blah, blah. And, so, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. The yeah. last day of Pride Month, and yeah. Lil X feeling inspired, and he said, "Hey, look, it's on my EP album cover because he he took a photograph and then zoomed in up close on one of the buildings. It's of a uh, a cityscape, and one of the buildings has a rainbow." 
yeah. on it. So he's just like, here yeah, it is. I'm here just it is. pointing this out. So he didn't want to. He, he's he's 20 years old. and He's only been famous for a few months. And I'm sure his who's ever managing is like, don't say anything yet. But he's like, uh, he's of the new. He's a we don't people don't need to live closeted lives, you know, yeah. anymore. Although I did hear, you know, from a, a friend of mine who knows some, you know, like her her, this family that she knows they threw out their son because he was gay mm. from a real real religious family. I just can't imagine that, but I guess that still does. But I'm sure he was told, don't say anything. Sure, but then but, he's just inspired by yeah. his performance with Miley. Yeah, and oh, they looked like they were having fun, and Miley was very happy, let me tell you, to be dancing and singing along and being the backup dancer on that song. Oh, I hope it wasn't too hot at Glastonbury looking at Miley Cyrus's pants. It was was hot. I feel like there's some, uh, you know, powder that needs to be involved with with the non-chase. That's how she got in those pants. Then Lizzo, uh, apparently Lizzo uh, got one of the most rapturous receptions of the weekend. The reviewer uh, for this magazine, NME, said uh, she proved herself as one of the most charismatic performers around. And the best thing about her is that she ensures she lifts everyone up, that she disappears off stage for a song, giving her dancers a chance to show off their moves. And at the end, she thanks everyone involved in the show, from her DJ to the costume designer. And the most emotional Lizzo moment came before Good As Hell, when Lizzo spoke openly and said, who would have thunk two years ago when that bleeper broke my heart it turned into a platinum record uh, that's a testimony your transition transgressions can become your greatest blessing wow bitch. yeah i would go to lizzo's instagram account and check out the video of lizzo sitting and singing at the glastonbury festival on stage and the whole, sparkly Le- yes. lavender leotard well, the whole crowd is swaying back and, and forth. they know all the words yeah. yeah and she said that she played glastonbury in 2014 she said it was a large tent with 10 people in it it felt like an empty balloon this time nearly 30,000 people put their hands in the air and shared a moment of true love with us please don't give up she said the world needs you yeah because she was there five years ago and mm-hmm. nothing nobody yeah just 10 <clears throat> people in a tent being like hey my glastonbury look at me i love that i don't know what's happening with her summer fest thing the incident that happened thursday night where a security guard uh like yeah, basically I, I laid hands on do. her glam squad yeah. But um, anyway, uh, people were just uh, actually just loving all the accolades that she got. And I love that she describes her music as church with a twerk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, anyway, so she got a huge, huge, um, you know, reception. Also, Kylie Minogue performed for the first time and she was so overwhelmed that she was finally asked. She cried. She's wanted to play uh, Glastonbury. Uh, so anyway, the Killers performed on Saturday, and they were joined by the Pet Shop Boys. Oh, fabulous! And I guess the most people watched Kylie Minogue. People tuned into the uh, BBC Three Million to watch it. They were the big headliners, weren't they? And or the one Killers of and, and the, the killers. Cure and Janet Jackson. Over a million people tuned into Janet. Now Janet. How did was not, she? Did not. She picked a real hot day and she wore a real hot outfit. Ooh. Like trousers and boots and a jacket. And it was like in the high 80s. 
and there wasn't a backing track, and what live vocals could be heard were incredibly quiet. Uh, people were cheering for the dancing, but not for the singing. But it seemed the Guardian gives her four stars, Janet Jackson, about her Glastonbury All performance. Right, well, that's but she's good. wearing a whole oh, she's a whole wearing a real sweat. hot outfit. And she played at the same time as Lizzo, so you had yeah. to make your choice. <laughs> so people, Janet or Lizzo. Yeah. Who I, would you choose? Ed Lizzo. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw Janet when she was here like four years ago or whatever. I went to that Target Center show before she stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd, I'd go to Lizzo. She's just so fun. And she's on fire right she now. She's the essential, one of the essential artists right now. She she really is. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay, listen, when we come back, it's time for uh, Julia's random thoughts, except they will be shared by other people. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. It is gone uh, A couple of things. Uh, we heard... Uh, you know, Remember Ruby, Lori? Uh, listen to Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. She has a couple of corrections for us. What oh. is it? It's Nas, not Naz. Naz, yeah. Nas. Little Nas, little Nas. And F... WM is blank with me. Don't, yeah, I should have yes. that. Don't bleep with so me. She was mm-hmm. not safe for the radio. Not no. safe for the radio. <laughs> Thank you, you can Ruby. say the acronym. <laughs> yes. Yes. Naz. Nas. Nas. It's Nas, Nas. Ruby says. Nas. Long A Nas. <laughs> like, like the rapper Nas. Yeah. So that's right. who he's naming himself name right after. Yeah, Lil that's Nas. why he's Lil Nas. Yeah, that's why he's Lil Nas X. Just like Nas, who doesn't call himself Big Nas, he's just Nas. Got it. Okay. So confusing. <laughs> Do we have it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. This story, I feel like, Lori, you might be able to relate to the most popular breakfast in America. Is, what is it? Is um, scrambled eggs and toast and bacon. Leftover pizza. Oh, leftover pizza. <laughs> what I had for breakfast this morning. What did you have did for you have breakfast cold pizza? this morning? I love cold yeah, pizza. Me too. Isn't it great? Yeah. Well, that, according to a new survey, is the most popular breakfast food in America. It's cold pizza. And I've read surveys before that say that cold pizza is better for you than a bowl of cereal. Really? Yeah. That you just get more nutritional value in a get, slice of get pizza. Get up and go in the morning. Yeah, get up and go. Fifty five percent or fifty three percent of people in the survey said they'd rather have a cold piece of pizza for breakfast than any traditional breakfast food. Savory oh. breakfast, man. That's where it's at. I know. I like a little fish and miso soup sometimes too for that, breakfast. Yeah. Really? <laughs> no, it's good. I like the savories. Okay. I mean, I have black coffee for breakfast if I'm being really honest. Yeah, I'm not really a breakfast eater. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Yeah, but cold pizza. Cold yeah. pizza yeah. is delicious. Oh, it's yeah. so delicious when the fat's just like glazed over the cheese. And then it's you have it. <laughs> you got to store it just right so yep. it doesn't, the crust doesn't get soggy. Yes, yeah, or chewy. True. Or chewy. Yeah, put yeah. it in a toaster oven. Don't put it in the microwave. Mm-hmm. No, put it, eat it cold, Donnie. Don't put it in the toaster no, oven. No, I'm saying if you want to heat it up, oh, don't yeah. put it in the microwave. It doesn't ever taste good reheated. No. Well, okay. No, it really <laughs> no, doesn't. Collagulated cheese. Mm hmm. Is best served cold. Yeah. Lori, do you have something you'd like well, to share with yeah, us? Yeah, I want to let you know that okay. uh, Jennifer Lopez brought her glitzy, glamorous party to the Excel Energy Center. And 
She got great reviews. Yay! <clears throat> now she had nine thousand. Were you expecting more, Lori? Oh uh, no, that is very good. That, that is good? very good. People yeah. came from out of t- definitely out of state. Then I feel like that's a very respectable number for Jennifer Lopez because she hasn't really gone out on this the is road. only her second solo headlining tour in the twenty years since her first debut album. She did a relatively brief joint tour. With Enrique Iglesias, I went to that concert, whenever that was, and then she had her Vegas in residency, and then she did some tour dates with Mark Anthony when she was married, but she's never really toured. So, <clears throat> Ross said, even though no one will mistake her for a great vocalist, she sang live to a track, and she uh, had, so it sound, he said she... You forget how many songs she has. Her catalog is big. It's big. 20 years of hits. And uh, she opened with her recent single, Medicine, but filled the rest of the show with her hits. And there's so many more than you remember. At times, it felt like a Madonna concert in terms of the scale and grandeur of it all. And J-Lo acknowledged the influence with a nod to like a virgin era Madonna by performing Let's Get Loud atop a wedding cake and writhing around the floor in so much tool. And uh, she echoed Madonna's, Madonna's pension for reinvention by transforming her breakthrough hit, If You Had My Love, into a sexually charged ballad. Ooh. And she also sang it over the instrumental track from Drake's Teenage Fever, which sampled Lopez's song. So people had a great time. Sounds like fun. People had a great time. And I love this little fact from Ross Rayla that there's so many dancers so many costume changes. Two entire buses are filled just with wardrobe. Yes. Isn't that great? That is great. You yeah. want a spectacle like that every once in a while. Yeah. So anyway, I, I think people people had fun. And downtown Minneapolis was popping on Friday night with the Comedy Fest. You had Seth Meyers playing two shows. D.L. Hughley and Cedric the Entertainer. And then Bob Newhart at the... Or, I mean, it was just packed downtown. I can imagine. A lot of people. Fun. Bob could have used a microphone adjustment. Well, there, yeah, there, that's was, unfortunate. A, there was a bit of a sound issue going mm. on. My friend uh, who was sitting up in the balcony got a ticket that day and she said, I couldn't hear up in the balcony. So there I am with my binoculars and I got a headset on for the hearing impaired. I look like a damn old lady <laughs> with my binoculars <laughs> and headset. But a, I could hear. Whatever, there you go. Whatever. Don't have any kind of shame in your game if no, that's what's going to enable you to listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know they the had stage. that. I would kept pulling my ear down and thinking I just had wax in my ear. But <laughs> I rem- even when we talked to him on the radio, there is a frailty that comes to your voice. In oh, your yeah, late, when you're 90. Yeah, he's just about he's 90. 90. He's, he's 90 he's older. In, no, he's, he's, 89. he's 89. And he told us he was going to be 90 in September. He's super proud about it. Anyway, B. Arthur and her son waited at the stage door for him to come out. I know she- Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He showed me That's a video so of yeah. him outside nice. of the stage door, yeah. and he looked just happy to see some fans. So and- I know people were bummed about that, that you just couldn't hear uh, him, and I think mm. it wasn't his fault. It oh, just no, seemed no. to be a... He wasn't, wasn't quite... Like, the mic wasn't... It was a stand... It wasn't a lapel mic. Okay, what was he speaking into? A stand-up oh, microphone. Oh, really? And it needed just to be stood up yeah. closer... To his mouth. You think somebody would have just run out on stage and made an adjustment? But people, I mean, he got a stand, you know? People yeah. were just so happy to see him. And he really looks, other than just a little bit thinner hair, he looks, when he breaks out into that Bob Newhart smile, so funny. Mm. He just has it still. Yeah. He, yeah. So people, it was, it was thrilling in downtown. I feel like the Minneapolis Comedy Fest was a success. All the way around, awesome. and they'll have one again. Great, yeah, cool. That's Super. all I got. Okay, uh, this falls under the category of "thanks for making me feel so old." Okay, these are things that happened twenty years ago. Twenty years ago, nineteen ninety nine. Yes, ma'am. Will Smith performed "Wild Wild West" at the Video Music Awards. Oh. Wow, truly a memorable <laughs> performance for the ages. <laughs> yeah, twenty right years ago, Napster was launched. Oh, oh man, it's already obsolete. Yes. It is. 20 years ago, John F. Kennedy Jr. and his wife died in a plane crash. That was 20 years ago. In, wow. Yeah, yeah, in July. That's uh-huh. right, like July 17th. Oh, my word. 20 years ago on ABC. Is that your final answer? Who Wants to Be a Million debuted 20 years ago? Dang, remember how big that show was oh, in the summer? Huge. It just was such a phenomenon. They had it on three nights a week. <laughs> it was crazy. What's crazy? SpongeBob SquarePants premiered 20 years ago. A pineapple under the sea. That's right. I had to throw that one in. And uh, other big songs of the summer 20 years ago included Genie in a Bottle. Christina Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. Great bills, bills, bills by whom? Destiny's Child. Exactly. And we just mentioned If You Had My Love by... Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez, all 20 years ago. There you go. All right. That's That's all all I got. That's all you got. I want to warn everybody, if uh, you don't like bees, you might want to watch out. You gotta like bees. Well, no, wasps. Oh, wasps. Specifically, there are giant super nests of wasps. Around the Twin Cities? No, in Alabama. Some of them have been as big as Volkswagen Beetle cars. The the, 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 the nests? The the, nests. Oh, my word. Well, now, in 2006, there was a colony of 15,000 yellow jackets the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. And that was one of 90 nests located in Alabama that year. And uh, this might happen again this summer. The conditions are just right. And they go into old abandoned cars, the sides of houses, and the wasps are nasty. So I am just letting you know, if you hate wasps... Yeah. Don't go to Alabama? Yeah. <laughs> Among other things. Among yeah. other things. Okay. I saw some wasps this weekend uh, up at Julia's cabin. Ah!
they were trying to land in the pontoon. No, bees are lovely. We love the bees. The, bees, the wasps, the get wasps on out of here. get a life. Get a life. There you go. All right, listen, when we come back, Madonna closed out uh, the Big Pride uh, Festival in New York City to a packed crowd. We got the news on that and some other music news. Get the VIP experience if you can afford it, so oh, you don't yeah. have to be schlepping around the English countryside, driving in places you don't know where you're. You know, because at these festivals, they always have like RVs that you can rent for the quote unquote VIP experience for a glamping experience for a glamping instead experience. of the, you know relieving yourself in a rando bush. Yes, like. exactly. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> so uh Madonna uh it was uh she they they made Pier 97 in Manhattan be Pride Island. Thousands of people showed up. Madonna closed the show. Here's what she did. She was dressed in a black romper. Did we post this photo? I can't remember. Uh, no, I did no. not post so that So she's dressed in a blank, uh, black romper. She's got her fishnet tights on. She's got a custom Madam X eye patch. Naturally. That's got pride, the flag colors. And then, um, then her romper over her romper, she's got like um, harnesses in Green, all the colors of the she of looks the rainbow good. Flag. It's quasi militaristic. Yeah, I like yeah. it with the rompers. So the like shorts and the and the sleeves. Yeah. and she has on long leather gloves. Classic go past her, past her elbows. Yep, her legs look like. I mean, she just looks like a million bucks. Oh, I, I, yeah. I've got to figure out that the eye patch has just got to be killing her. I, I mean, yeah, I'm surprised yeah, that she keeps go. her balance when she's performing, performing on stage. She, here's what she did. She did a short set. That featured multiple songs for Madam X and included one classic tune. Which was? I don't know. Well, <laughs> Couldn't find that out. Um, and uh, what else did we hear? Well, people were excited that they were there. Ariana Grande's uh, brother, Frankie, which is the only reason he gets mentioned, is he's at every award show and he's Ariana's brother. And uh, he was there, and he was loving it, and he's celebrating his, his first sober pride. Nice. And lots of other people just said, Madonna ordered me to Pride Island, so here I am. <laughs> uh, Donatella Versace was spotted uh, leaving uh, the concert, and she was in Leopard, and no word on where Madonna went afterwards, but someone tweeted us and they watched her on Graham Norton and they just said she was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Oh, oh, oh no. Well, how, how so? Just the, She came out with her eye patch. Well, that I feel like that doesn't mean anything because that's just her marketing gimmick for this album. Yeah. That she, that's just what she's doing. We accept it. That that's what Madonna's going to be wearing for the next maybe six months. And then she's going to ditch it. And, and then be she'll, ditch it. Then she'll yeah. be fine. She'll yeah. be able to look out both eyes again. I did DVR that uh, Graham Norton. Um, I'll have to watch it. I'll have to please watch do. it and see what she said. But um, anyway, uh, she's, you know, was, uh, you know, she, I think we talked about Friday. She's getting her own serious satellite 
for just a month on a radio thing. Oh, and she did um, Vogue. Oh, Vogue. Vogue oh, was that's choice. That the classic was the song. song. Well, great yeah. choice. Yes, because it was her soundtrack, Breathless, and it was inspired by the house balls in Harlem. Right. And, you know, all of that. And which the gay and the transgender uh, individuals walk and danced in competition on drag. And that song was ranked as her best by Slant Magazine in 2018. And that's how she opened the Pride Island uh, um, concert. Thing, dance concert. Vignette thing. Yeah, she had a, a set of white stairs that her dancers were on. And, um, you know, she seemed to be having fun, according to all. Fantastic. We want Madonna to have fun. Fun. Now, uh, Mick Jagger, here's something Donnie posted. Uh, Mick Jagger, who is our boyfriend. Yes. He's got a great voice. He's got (laughs) great snake hips and moves, and he looks good in a mesh shirt at the age of 74. And he's got lovely lips. Anyway, Donnie posted a side-by-side of his little son, his two-year-old son. Oh, Mick. But well, that little the, kid, the, the kid is as cute as a button. But and the it's kid a, looks just like him. I was going to say the splitting image of dad. Oh my word! The kind of the hooded eyes, mm-hmm. the full lip with yep. the cupid bow. Yep, it's a cute little boy. Yeah, two anyway. years old. Yeah, two years old. Uh, the, the mother is the American ballerina Melanie Hamrick, and um, she posted it, and he's just really. You know, I don't know if they're on tour together or not, but Harry what? Styles needs to play Mick Jagger in a movie sooner Post rather than days, later. Let's go. Why let's is go. that not happening yet? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. And then Mariah Carey's ex-manager, that Stella, the one we told her not to oh, work with. Oh, dear. Now the one what? who made that messy, messy reality show which on I E! Every week, and it was painful. Oh, it was we, again, so bad. Lori, we thank you for hey. your television sacrifices. <laughs> I truly, just started truly. hate watching because I couldn't believe my eyes. So Stella, who managed Carrie for three years, is being sued by Carrie's former assistant, who says that Stella assaulted her. <sighs> and in the countersuit, Stella blames Mariah Carey for everything and, uh, and threatens to lay bare the troubling reason... For the Butterfly Star's culpability. Hmm. She says this former assistant to Mariah was a menace. And she said that they would engage in friendly horseplay with other people on tour with Mariah Carey. Well, Mariah really doesn't go on a tour very often. I assume she's talking about Vegas. Could be. She said that this assistant's horseplay was very aggressive and inappropriate compared to Stella's horseplay define what? yeah horseplay okay what well, does here. that mean horseplay by the assistant included exposing her boobs to multiple people uh-huh. inviting people to throw things to see if it could land in her brassiere <laughs> <laughs> parlor tricks come on um what's wrong with that showing her boobs to people under age oh that's not good yeah. provocatively yeah. dancing in a highly sexualized manner and that she has a text of the assistant to Mariah Carey having sexual discussions with a minor about said assistant's lady parts. And Stella says Mariah is not to blame. She should have supervised and reined in her employee. Yes. And should this matter go to trial... 
the full extent of Mariah's role and responsibility, including why she didn't control her employee, will be laid bare. And for the time being, Stella will respectfully refrain from providing details. Oh, <laughs> How? I forget. It is a great story. <laughs> I forget, and I don't know if you will remember, Lori, how Mariah Carey and Stella even became associates. It was so in the first weird because she got rid of her longtime manager. Right. And then why, out of all the people to manage your career on planet Earth, yeah, did you get hooked up with this woman, Stella? And what were her qualifications? And what was Because this time in Mariah Carey's life, among multiple messy times in Mariah Carey's life, this was just like, what are you doing? Doing? What were you thinking? Anyway, what is she saying that Mariah Carey, is she trying to insinuate that Mariah was the one telling the assistant, expose your breasts, have people throw M&Ms, see if you can catch them with your bra. Um, look, at there's a 16-year-old boy who's doing oh, no, light I, things or something. Oh, Go expose your... I mean, oh, is that what she's saying? Or is she kind of. What, I mean, what? Well, how else would... Mariah Carey be responsible yeah. for how her for assistant controlling behaved. her assistant is behaving Ooh. and that insinuating that like all of these reasons are going to be salacious in some way and damaging to Mariah Carey's Stella persona. is looking for a check and yeah, I don't is. think Mariah is going to bite I don't think she's going to write a check she's trying to put it in the rear view mirror and buy you know, uh, the end of July, she's told her lawyer she wants us all taken care of. And then they keep saying to her, but Mariah, she won't go away. We might have to write her a check. I've, this Just a check will be written at some point to whatever the satisfaction of Stella may be. Someone will do to, go to Mariah and say, Mariah, you're six months away from Christmas. Remember in December, oh, you yeah. get two and a half million dollars <laughs> in royalty for all I want for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Just like, you know, maybe you'll write the check in December. Yeah, give, her, yeah. give her what? Quarter mil? What no. Do, no. Hell no. Oh, too much? Sorry. She did absolutely nothing. I would, uh, I would offer her 75000 in an NDA. Just be quiet. No, because Stella doesn't have a leg to stand on or a legal contract to stand on. She's going after Mariah over what her assistant did. I reverse that. I would only pay her fifty thousand. Thank you, Judge Lori. First, Doctor Lori in the first hour. Now we have Judge Lori. Thank you. Thank you very much. Done and done. All right. Listen, we come back. We've got so much to Hollywood speak, including. A Russell Crowe meltdown. Oh. Really? He never melts down. Uh, well, he so hasn't acted in anything. He hasn't acted in anything for a long time, so now he's had an opportunity. We'll be right back. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Well, we haven't had a trademark meltdown from Russell Crowe in a while, because he hasn't no. done a movie in a while. It's been yeah, pretty he's quiet, yeah. been pretty been quiet. Pretty quiet. Yeah. Was his last one the one where he threw the phone at the front desk person at the hotel? Uh, that was a long, that was a time, long time ago. ago. That was a long time ago. Well, apparently he lost it at a Q&A event that happened uh, this weekend in the Village in New York City. Uh, his castmates, Sienna Miller, Naomi Watts, Annabelle Wallace, and Seth MacFarlane, who all star in this Showtime series called The Loudest Voice. They were all sitting up on the panel. Yep. And then the host <clears throat> introduced the panel... And he referred to Roger Ailes, 
resigned from Fox News in 2016 following sexual harassment allegations as someone who bullied journalists and politicians and was a very sick person. Okay? Okay. So, Russell Crowe apparently freaked out and was swearing backstage that why would they talk about him? He's playing him. They're, he thought they were having a discussion, and he refused to go up on stage and laugh. Wait, so he was mad... At the host, at the host for describing Roger Ailes as a man who bullied journalists and politicians. Well, you know, it's true. It's true. true. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Like so- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, here's what uh, a rap for Russell Crowe told Page Six. This is not correct. Russell did not freak out and there was no curse-filled tirade. He simply made... The decision not to do the interview following the host's intro, and he graciously accepted the apology. B.S. That sounds oh, like complete and other crap. <laughs> he totally got mad. freaked out. He was probably <laughs> swearing, yes. and he stormed out of there and slammed the door. And a rep for the panel said, Russell was worried the interview would be biased, giving our host saying Roger Ailes was not a good do- guy. That's the end of the story. What's unbiased about i mean Nothing. we they're on the record <laughs> they did. the things that roger ailes did he did. not make the movie and play the guy yeah he, he yeah. saw what he did he, he saw him. what he did <laughs> um i don't know if he was expecting that people were going to be sympathetic to roger ailes or that like hey russell Crow, he acted don't... like roger ailes oh boy he was screaming at people and stormed out slammed the door out into the street Guess he thought he wasn't getting a fair and balanced uh, yeah, right. perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Kim Kardashian changing the name of Kimono Shapewear and back uh, shapewear line amid the backlash. Well, I guess it's not just the goodness of Kim's heart. Apparently, the mayor of Kyoto, Japan, yes. wrote her a letter. I heard about that. And told Kim basically to bleep off, essentially, because... Um, she, uh, he's, yeah, he's elected. He hopped on the internet to let her know he too was upset. And he even said, he called her Ms. Kim Kardashian West. Oh, very formal. And I want you to reconsider using the name Kimono in your uh, trademark. And uh, anyway, she changed her mind after she got the letter from the Kimono. Or the the mayor mayor of Kyoto, Kyoto, yeah. He said, we're currently undertaking initiatives nationally to make kimono culture a symbol of our culture and and spirits registered to UNESCO's intangible cultural heritage list. Hmm. We think that the names for kimono 
are the asset who are shared with all humanity who love kimono and its culture and should not be monopolized. Mm, I think it's a good decision well on Kim Kardashian's part. I would part. like you to visit Kyoto where many Japanese cultures, including kimono, have been cherished to experience the essence of kimono culture and understand our thoughts and strong wish. Because it is not found in her solution wear. No. That no. she is Spanx. selling. Yeah. Which is, yes, Spanx. Spanx. I think it's, this is a good decision for Kim Kardashian. I agree. You, you can you name. You can't win on this one. No. And just accept it that. It would just be not, a way for people to just say, nope, I'm not even going to try it. Even yeah. though her mama said, screw it, too many people. But I, I think the mayor of Kyoto made a difference. Yes, he did. With his letter. I think so, too. Okay, now, uh, Cardi B, her trademark application for her little... Oh, Thank you. one. Uh, <laughs> it's too... I, I do not think that is a widely used commonplace expression. And I don't know why she can't have the trademark for OKURRRR on pillows and t-shirts and whatever else. I, suppo- I don't get that one. Th- th- I think that... Yeah, I would imagine... I think the trademark office is a bunch of old white guys, and they're going, why? We don't understand. No. Well, well because occur, <laughs> if you had the word, and then you were, my official word is O-K-U-R-R-R. That is the word that was wanting to be patented. And nobody else did that until Cardi B came along with that specific word. But maybe it's because it's a, a I don't know. She can go back to the drawing board. I, I remember Julia and I had our patent rejected for a nipple en- enhancers several times over and we mm. would always have to go back to the drawing board mm-hmm. with new wording new verbiage yeah. like ours like they denied us one time because there were these mastectomy nipple covers and oh. so we had to make in our wording our nipple enhancers were for protrusion, not hiding. We had to do all, and when I say we, I mean Julia and our, yeah, right, our yeah. intellectual property <laughs> attorney. But it was for enhancement. It wasn't for. So we had to keep up. reworking it. And it's sort of the same thing with trademarks. So I have a feeling she could maybe, maybe yeah, just but- do a phone call to Kim Kardashian or Kris Jenner and say, how do you get all these trademarks? You guys are so good. Where maybe she has like a. Like a raindrop, or she's got some uh, something else over one of the letters, or with oh, the next. You know, I see where you're going there's with ways this. she yeah. can make because it. Because the yeah. word is the word. This is nothing to work with there. Right. So she could trade. She could change that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Try again. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Now here's a Gwyneth Paltrow yeah, speaking at really? her Goop Wellness Summit over the weekend. She told. Um, uh, she said, after months of training with Tracy Anderson, I walked past the mirror naked one time and thought, damn, whose butt is that? And then I realized it was mine. Oh, stop. Oh, come on. Uh, but listen to this. But my butt is not that great at the moment. I was just in Italy and I totally pigged out on pasta. Oh, She is so tiresome. She is. It's always... In the way that she says things, because (sighs) half the time I'm interested or I'm available to hear what Gwyneth Paltrow has to say, but it's in that false sense of self-deprecation. My butt is not great at the moment. I was just in Italy and I had pasta once and and one night. Like, are you trying to make all the rest of us who love to eat pasta once a week? I had a... 
A small cup of gelato, and I put it on Instagram, oh, so my butt's not just, great just, at the moment. It, she's trying to shame. be self. Shame. Shame on you, Gwyneth When you try to be self deprecating, Gwyneth Paltrow, she you does. sound even can't. more insufferable. It's like, just don't even bother with it. I mean, I walk by the mirror and I thought, whose butt is that? Well, Oops. I'm the only one naked in the room. I wonder <laughs> Who whose it could that? be. Exactly. <laughs> okay, the queen is not impressed by the alleged feud between her grandsons, William and Harry. So says Ingrid Seward. Who is Ingrid Seward? <laughs> she's a royal. She's written books on different members of the royal family. And she is somebody that uh, People magazine often turn to when they would like her to weigh in on things. And she wanted them to weigh, they wanted Ingrid to weigh uh, in on that. And she said she is not impressed with the, she doesn't care for the feuding among her grandchildren, but she never interferes with anybody's lives. And she, but she does also love to spend time with her granddaughter, Zara Tyndall and her husband, Mike, because they are late relief. She can be herself around them. Oh, because Zara likes the horses as does the queen. The queen. Yes. Anyway, so. Do we believe that Harry and William are actually feuding in a way that is impacting their relationship? Well, I, I, but they're just relationship is just changing. Changed. Do you think it's more like that? Like it's they're because moving? you know now Harry isn't available all the time right. like he was as a younger brother yeah. to yeah. do that. It does change. Yeah, I think they're fine. I think. Speaking of uh, William and Harry, Kevin Costner, who is doing all kinds of interviews for The Bodyguard because it's an anniversary. Of it, I guess, because he keeps talking about it. A couple of weeks ago, we heard that wasn't Whitney in the poster. On Entertainment that Weekly, day. yeah. So the bodyguard came out in 1992, and he told People Magazine, he said, the studio liked the idea of doing Bodyguard 2 with Princess Diana in the same kind of capacity as Whitney Houston. And they talked about it, and he said she was incredibly sweet, and she asked me, are we going to have, like, a kissing scene? Lord, wow. I, I hope what? so. Diana, the actress? The actress. Princess Diana. <laughs> playing herself. I can't ever see it. I know. No, can't okay. ever she see was too shy. All right, listen, we will be back, everybody. We've got a lot of things to 